Virginia might have a field day with this one, but I'm going to just repeat something President Trump said a long time ago, and it got him in a lot of trouble. They are bringing drugs. They are bringing crime, and they are rapists, and that's who's coming across our border. That's a fact. Carrie Lake, running for governor in uh, Arizona. We all came here by crossing that border. So all Latinos, practically all Latinos in the United States, with the exception of the ones that came through the Caribbean, crossed through that border. So when you say the people who cross that border are what she just said, rapists and criminals, she's saying all Latinos in the United States are rapists and criminals. How does she not understand that? Agua. I can't believe that somebody would actually say what you're about to hear. This is this is one of those things where you just shake your head and go, why? Why? Was, where's that from? Was that uh, when Tanya Harding uh, hit that other lady in the Olympics, remember? And she, all we ever heard her say was, why? Why? Do you remember that? I, I'll never forget that. Yeah, Nancy, it, it, Nancy Kerrigan. Nancy Kerrigan. Thank you. It was the most pronounced yeah. why. That stick to the day I die, I'll be hearing that. <laughs> why? And it was a good question. Like, why would you do that? Why yeah. would you come out here and hit me with a club? You know, right? Right, it, Scott? That why lives right... It, it, it lives rent free in your head constantly. Why? You just hear why? <laughs> why? 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 Okay, so why am I saying why? Why, why, right? I want, let me just play it. Listen to what the woman who's running for governor of Arizona actually said this weekend at a, ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? At a church. A church. She, she said this. Go. The media might have a field day with this one, but I'm going to just repeat something President Trump said a long time ago, and it got him in a lot of trouble. They are bringing drugs. They are bringing crime, and they are rapists, and that's who's coming across our border. That's a fact. Do you know what that means? This, 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 we do this podcast because I'm Latino, because nobody seems to want to stand up and defend us. And what that, when I hear that woman say that, I, I wish I could help her understand. And we're, we're going to put a phone call out to her. I'm going to try and get her and interview her on this podcast. I think it's important for us to talk to her. What is her name again? Carrie Lake, running for governor in uh, Arizona. We all came here by crossing that border. So all Latinos, practically all Latinos in the United States, with the exception of the ones that came through the Caribbean, crossed through that border. So when you say the people who cross that border are what she just said, rapists and criminals, she's saying all Latinos in the United States are rapists and criminals. How does she not understand that? I mean, I can understand if she said there is a drug problem at the border. That's true. There is a drug problem at the border. By the way, there's also a drug problem in Detroit, okay? But you don't say... Those people in Michigan are all rapists and criminals because there's a high crime problem in Detroit or in Lansing, right? You don't say that. So why do they do that here? We just, 
why would they do that? It just breaks my heart. I mean, I feel bad for the Republican Party keeps saying, we're going to reach out to Latinos, man. We're going to get Latinos to vote Republican. Well, you're not if you do this shit. You're not if you talk like this. And Scotty Mednick, she said this at a church. Is this what Jesus stood for? I mean... Uh, according to today's Republican Party, yeah, this is what Jesus stood for. It's simple as that, you know? Only love if you look like me and you were born where I was born and only treat those with... I mean, that's... But it's... it's the entire party is against Jesus. It's I mean, not all Republicans, though. It's not all... We can't do that because... If we do that, Scotty, well, you know you're what? You, no, but, it, but, but hold on. Let me let me just say this. This is really important. You know, I love you like a brother, right? I really mm -hmm. do. But if we play into this, where all Republicans are evil game, all Republicans think like this, then we're a part of the problem too. We're we're dividing our country and we're creating these silos. And I want to help my Republican friends understand the danger of this kind of language, so that they can correct their candidate. That's what I want to do, right? Don't don't right? Don't don't you get that? Yeah, I mean, I, I do get that, and I do agree with that. But at what point do we hold accountable for what you stand for, what you're representing? I mean, at the end of the day, whether or not you wear the MAGA hat, that's still your party. And yeah. I'm not saying that you can't vote conservatively or you can't be, you know, that type of person. But as a whole, generally speaking, that's what the party stands for today. And that's who's being elected in these parties today. If you look across the country right now, it, they're all extremists. The new, the new face of the party. It's not the party of Lincoln. It's not the party of Ike. Hell, it's not the party of Reagan or Bush anymore. This is the party of Trump. There is one thing she says that I think is fascinating. And I, I let me see. That actually, there were two things she said that were not true. Um, and let me see if you guys can catch them. I, I want to play this again. Hit that little button one more time there, George. I want to hear her again. The media might have a field day with this one, but I'm going to just repeat something President Trump said a long time ago, and it got him in a lot of trouble. They are bringing drugs. They are bringing crime, and they are rapists, and that's who's coming across our border. That's a fact. We found this bite which is, you know, the sound that you just heard. And guess what? The media is not having a field day with it. The media could give a crap. Generally speaking, if she had said this about another group, and you could fill in your group, right? But she's saying it about Latinos in the United States. And NBC could give a crap, and CNN could give a crap, and Fox News could give a crap. And the media in the United States will not retort and say, what are you talking about? That's not even true. So for starters, when she said the media will have a field day, no, they're not. If you don't watch or listen to the Rick Sanchez podcast, you won't even know that she said that. And thanks to Scotty Mednick, who uh, is diligently scouring the Googles <laughs> and finding this kind of, because you found this, right? And it's, it's not like, yeah, did no, you see, I mean, did you see NBC? Over the weekend. Did you see anybody lead with this story? No, no, nobody. In fact, I Google searched it to see what the search and there was very little mention of her even because I was trying to find the full video of her at the at this, you know, church to see and I couldn't even find the full thing of it, it was somebody that was there that recorded it and it was uploaded online. I mean, yeah, it, and they're not because, you know, let's face it, it's the queen just died. You know, here in America, it's important that we focus on, you know, the queen's death and what that means to the United Kingdom. You can now remove uh 
you know, what you have on your lips, Scotty, as you say that, right? That your tongue yeah. is so firmly planted in your cheek. Mm, I see oh, that, that bulge out there. Yeah, sorry tongue. about that. Yeah, because the, the, and the, I also want to take I also want to take a step further. Something that you mentioned before about you know people in Detroit with the drugs. I bet we don't ever hear anybody complaining about the drugs coming from Canada. I wonder why. <laughs> Isn't there a border? Doesn't our country border there? Isn't it a bigger border? Matter of fact. But let's talk about that. By the way, I looked it up. Of course, you know I'm a journalist, so the first thing I did was right. I wanted to fact check it. So I went and fact checked whether it's true that the people coming uh, across the border, first of all, um, are rapists and criminals. And what percentage are? Are you ready? Are you ready? You want to hear ready. this? Because this is interesting. Yes. According to the National Please. Crime Victimization Survey that breaks down mm -hmm. such stats by victims, by the way, you guys can find this yourself if you just do the same Google search that I did. It's right there on the, it's right there on the Googles, as my old friend George Bush used to say. I think it was Scotty's buddy. <laughs> um, white Anglo-Europeans make up 63% of the population of the United States, right? So let me say that again, because I know numbers don't work unless you're looking at them. White Anglo-Europeans in America make up 63% of the population. They account for 71% of all sexual assaults. Mm. So mm. white Anglo-Europeans, non-Hispanics, make up 63% of the population in the United States. They account for 71% of all sexual assaults. Now, to be clear, sexual assaults could be anything, right? I mean, right. yeah, I mean, yeah. There, there's a whole pair... They're, they're, right. they're, it's, not, it's not necessarily rape. It could right, be right, right. Yeah, it's that, it's the, it's the way right. it's listed. So, Latinos, yes. Latinos who make up roughly twenty percent mm -hmm. of the population of the United States, Jerry, twenty percent of the population of the United States, according to National Crime Victimization Statistics, account for nine percent of all sexual assaults in the United States. Hmm. So, Miss Carrie Lake, who are the rapists? Who are the rapists? I mean, and by the way, these are, I'm not going to play this game. I'm not, I'm not saying, right. I'm not saying, you know, white people are bad or white people are, I'm not going to play the same game that she's playing and say, <laughs> you know, next time you see a white dude who doesn't look Latino or whatever, I don't know, he's from Alabama or, you know, whatever other horrible stereotype that we all play into left and right. I'm not saying mm -hmm. to say, oh, that guy obviously raped his sister, you know, because that's wrong. You just don't do that. You don't generalize. You don't make hasty generalizations about swaths of people. Unless, of course, unless, of course, you're trying to get elected and you're looking mm -hmm. for a specific type of audience, which you think might get you over the threshold because it's just the right amount. Is it 35%, 40%? If I can get, if I can get between 35 and 40% of the voters in the United States, then guess what? I might be able to become the governor of Arizona. And there's a lot of people right now in Arizona who are angry white dudes or angry white women or whatever. And they seem to have this idea that all Latinos are scummy. So if I go out there and I say... All the people crossing the border are 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 are, uh, 
are uh, criminals and rapists, then there's a chance I can, you know, make it to the governor's mansion. And that's the calculation that she's making. And that's just a horrible thing. She's playing to the worst fears and the worst thoughts of some of the worst people. And for those who may not even think like that, she's forcing them there. See, that's the thing that bothers me yes, about demigods. Yeah. They, th there are a lot of Americans who don't hate, think all Mexicans are rapists. They, in fact, they're good right. people. They just happen to be Republicans, and there's nothing wrong with being a conservative or a Republican. But they, 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 they give them just enough information to push them. So now a guy who used to be in the middle is now, you know, a little bit more on the extreme side, right? Uh, this is, I mean, this is pretty much identity politics, you know, on steroids, I mean, identity politics is on both sides. It's been in politics, you know, for as long as I've ever researched or anything, you know, telling people to be scared of something or we're going to change this on you. But the identity politics today, and, you know, we could talk about for whatever reason, whether it be Trump or, or social media or internet, whatever, but it's turning into a cultural war now. And, and, and it's getting to the point where it's like, you know, we're starting to hate the other. It's not so much that you know, it, 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 we're leading with, they're leading with fear and it's working. It, it's making the people, hey, you're not going to be the majority anymore. You're going to be the minority soon. And once you're the minority, ooh, they're going to be getting revenge on you. So sure. you got to make sure. I mean, this is the, and when you're saying Mexicans, I'm, I'm sorry, it's a dog whistle for Latinos. I'm telling you, this is an Anglo white kid, you know, that grew up in, you know, the yeah, Northeast and the yeah, Southeast. Yeah, yeah, when they say, you know, outside the border, of, yeah, yes, yeah. because outside, outside of the heavy Latino populations of this country, if you're if you speak Spanish, you're Mexican, or that's the assumption. Just like if you see an Asian person, you automatically assume they're Chinese. Well, since we, we, since we generalize that. Since we do uh, mostly truth telling here and we try yeah. and tell Latino truths, there's something else that she said, which was misleading, which I also want to uh, address. In fact, uh, play the very beginning of uh, Miss Lake talking there, uh, George. In fact, I'll tell you when to stop. The media might have a field day with this one, but I'm going to just repeat something President Trump said a long time ago, and it got him in a lot of trouble. Stop. They okay. Got him in a lot of trouble? No. Wrong. Fact check. Got him elected. Got him. Got him. Got him elected. Got him elected. The reason Donald Trump became the president of the United States is because the very first words out of his mouth as he came down that escalator was those words that she just quoted him as saying. And because he came out and said, essentially, Mexicans are rapists and criminals. Although, you know, it's funny, Trump said at the end, except for some, I suppose, are good he people. He added that, that caveat. She didn't no, even. She no. didn't even do no, that. No, she she took it up. She took it up a level. She's she knows what she got to do. You got to you got to one up it. And she's doing what she's playing the hits. It worked for Trump. She's playing the yeah. hits. And 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 what she's doing is kind of the strategy of what I see in the Republican Party today. Is you know you claim to be the strong man, and you claim everybody else is the victim, but you yourself are playing the victim. Oh, well, it got Trump in a lot of trouble. Oh. The poor, poor, you know, come on. That's playing, that's victimization right yeah. there. You're playing the victim by claiming- I hate I, that whole, yeah, listen, agreed, Scotty. And, and, and look, this is not, as a Latino, 
Again, going back to Latino truths, we can give a crap what you say about us. We really can. You want to call me a, a rapist? Okay, I'm a rapist, okay? You want to call me a criminal? I'm a criminal. You want Whatever the hell you want to call me, I don't care because we are the most successful people in the United States right now, right? We, we are the third fastest. We are the economic engine of the United States of America. We create more small businesses. We hire more people. That's what we do. So if you want to call me a rapist, I don't care because I'm not going to stop doing what I'm doing. And I'm not going to stop loving the United States of America. We love this country. We're a part of this country. We are America. We happen to be Latino Americans, but we are America. So I'm not going to play the victimization game, but I will point out when someone says something that's wrong. And what she just did by saying what she said is freaking wrong. It, it, it's, it's ridiculously wrong, and it's dangerous. It's, it's dangerous at the end of the day, because here's the thing, like you just said, you're not going to let it affect you. And, and most Latinos probably wouldn't elect, let, let that affect them either. But the perception to the rest of America, that will change that perception. Like you said, those people that are moderates, you know, if you hear a lie enough times, it becomes a truth. And that's what it seems like happening. Yeah, I that's think after I, you, you can only go to the well so many times. I, I think Americans are smart enough to figure this out. And we're 20% of the populations, which means more and more Americans now have us as their neighbors or as their doctor or as their nurse or as their kid's teacher. And they know that's not who we are. I, I think eventually, I mean, th this, this, uh, this playbook that everyone seems to be uh, reading off of, I'll give you another example. Uh, here's Steve Bannon last week. Steve Bannon is essentially indicted in New York. He's arrested for scamming Trump voters. <laughs> he tells all the Trump voters, I'm going to build you a wall, send me money. And he also tells them the money will only be used to build a wall. No one's going to keep a penny of this stuff, not even for administrative fees. Well, guess what? Not true. So, the feds are saying, we've got you dead to rights. We've got emails that you sent. We've got texts that you sent to your other uh, schemers, I guess, in this plan. And you guys kept so much money and they can actuate that money. So now they charge him and uh, he has to actually do the perp walk, which was funny to watch. But as he's coming in, get, get, guess, guess what he says, just like Miss Lake. He goes right to the border and right to Mexicans and says the only reason he's being arrested is because people are denying him the right to to defend Americans against those freaking Mexicans coming over the border. Here, take a listen. This is an irony. On the very day the mayor of this city has a delegation down on the border, they're persecuting people here and they're going to try to stop on the border. What does one thing even have to do with the other? On the very day that the mayor of the New York State or, 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 or the PTA of, uh, you know, Buffalo is on a field trip on the border in Texas, they're persecuting a good American like me against these... Chicano sons of you know what. I mean, what the hell is he even talking about? But but you see what he's doing though, right? He goes there. He goes there. It, it's it's the playbook. Go to the playbook. Yeah. This play never fails. You know. He's a little what about it's like and, the Green and, Bay and Packers with that with the sweep. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's 
it, it, it's interesting too because I, when I see people like Steve Bannon and, and, and Trump and other party leaders and people that are you know pretty much run the party, I feel like they know what they're doing. One hundred percent, they know what they're doing. They know they're stoking the flame. They know they're they're riling people up because you know scared people, angry people. They're they're voters and they're going to vote in, in masses. But I get worried about the people like Carrie Lake and the people like the, uh, uh, what's her name, Marjorie Taylor Greene or, or the uh, uh, Lauren Bovers or people like that. Those people, I think, actually believe this shit, man. That's the scary part. It's the, hmm. I feel like the people at top, you know, we know the politicians of, of, of years. They know, they, they, they know what they're doing and how to get people, you know, going. But I'm afraid that people. That's interesting. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. You know, you and I, we, we, we finish each other's ideas, but go ahead. I I truly feel that these people, and it's going to get dangerous because of it, because these people aren't using it as a ploy just to get elected. These people actually believe that they, they have the right of Jesus, that they have the word of God here. And what they're doing is, is what God wants. And it's not just a thing to get voters out. What, what is her name again? Uh, Which one? I'm sorry. Lake. Carrie Lake. Lake. Carrie, yeah. let's let's. I'm, I'm going to read you uh, who Carrie Lake is. This is really fascinating, okay? Because her, uh, when you go to find out uh, what 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 she represents, because you just said some of these people really believe some of this stuff. Like there are people who actually yes. believe that Mexicans are inferior yes. and they're rapists and they're criminals and all Latinos who come to the United States are scum and we got to get rid of them all. There are, there, there, I guarantee you they're a minority, but they believe that. Carrie, La- Carrie Ann Lake, on the other hand, is a news anchor who is running for governor in Arizona. But let me read to you a little bit about her background. All right. So her background is that she was in 2006. uh, She registered as a Democrat. So she's a Democrat in 2008, the day the Iowa Democratic presidential caucuses were won by Obama. Uh, She was originally a Republican, but then switched to Democrat because she thought she could get more hay there then switched back to being a Republican, explained that she was leaving the Republican Party in 2006 as a reaction to the war in Iraq and Afghanistan. Then she supported John Kerry in 2004, supported Barack Obama in 2008, um, and then decided to uh, support uh, Donald Trump and run as a Republican. So this is a kind of an interesting cat. I, I, I actually uh, applaud her for looking at policies situationally, which is what I do. I don't vote Democrat. I don't vote Republican. I vote for what I think is better for my country. I don't go in there saying, oh, whoever the Republican is, I'm going to vote against them. And I don't think we should do that. However, what that tells me, that curriculum vitae that I kind of just read about her that I found out, tells me that she's probably different than the people you just described. She probably knows something close to the truth. But she says not the truth. She says what she thinks she needs to say to get elected. Maybe I just I've I've looked into some of her body of work, including her Twitter account and interviews that she's done and the far right channels that she's been on. And uh, I mean, yeah, maybe you're right. Uh, To me, it just comes off as somebody that's wishy washy and doesn't know what, what they want and is easily influenced and finally was influenced, you know, enough by something like this that empowered her. 
you know, she was on, uh, you know, it's like you. I mean, imagine if you, before you went to CNN, after spending 20 years in Miami, where everybody in Miami, the city of Miami pretty much loves you, if you decided to run for office, you literally spent every single night inside people's living rooms. You're going to get elected, man. Mm -hmm. She's going to get elected by these right. people. But like I said, I don't know if, maybe you're right. Maybe she doesn't actually believe these things and she's using it as a ploy. But I don't know, man. She comes off as some of those people that I do in my head, at least, group as actual believers of this bullshit. I just feel bad for the uh, those people in the Republican Party who are fiscally responsible, believe in the market, and believe in diversity, and they're right now being drowned out by people who are saying something like this. But they're the ones and that allowed this to happen, man. There are enough, they allowed I, this to happen over the years. All the years of just the little things. I mean, you know, I hear today, you know, people like Karl Rove or or uh, uh, George Will or people like that, and they're they're going, but they're the people that paved that paved this road that allowed this kind of crap to take over. All these little things. That, oh, I don't think that's fair, Scotty. I don't think that's fair. I mean, why? why? Just because they're fiscally conservative? No, it has nothing to do with the, the, no, I mean, they... the beliefs. It's what they've allowed to happen. Just And again, I, I don't want to blanket this. Democrats, I have my own issues with as well, the Democratic Party and things that they've done. But right now we're just talking about this. And a lot of these policies over the years and this rhetoric has led to a, you know what we're seeing today. The fact that the the fact that the Republican yeah, but, Party you know, is so anti yeah yeah but hold on you know here here's where you're wrong here's where I think here's where I think you're wrong my dear good buddy friend producer whatever um, you're right there has been a lot that has been said over the last ten years that has started this the Joe Arpaio movement for lack of a better sure. term criticizing yes. Mexicans and Latinos and they're the problem they're the problem they're the problem and the Republican Party never stamped that mm -hmm. out properly. But let me ask you a question. Did the Democrats? No. Did the Democrats? Did the, did, did, did the CN? Yeah, you, you could say, yeah, Fox News has been really mean to Latinos. But where the hell was Anderson Cooper? Where was Rachel Maddow? Where was Don Lemon? Where no, were just as complacent. People? Just as complacent. Like I said, I'm not, this isn't. It's not hard. I'm going to do it right now. I'm going to do it right now. Are you ready? I'm going to do it for you right now. You want a little fact check? So what essentially is uh, Steve Bannon saying to Americans to try and get their support by saying that he's being persecuted simply by trying to stop all these Mexicans and illegals from coming over to the United States? So I'm going to fact check that. Are you ready? Here we go. Let me do the old Google thing here. He wants to create a fund for making sure people don't come over the border, right? On the wall. Where do most undocumented Americans actually come from? Have you asked yourself that question? Should we ask ourselves that question? If you wanted to stop illegal entries in the United States, I'm going to tell you right now, what Steve Bannon needs to do is he needs to create a fund to improve the screening at airports. Because here we go, 62% of the undocumented in the United States are people who flew here on a plane from some country and overstayed their visa and decided not to go back to their country. While 38% of those who come to this country illegally cross the border. And of those, it doesn't even include the ones who've been captured and sent back. So in actuality, most people who are undocumented in the United States did not cross the Mexican border. 
they came here on a jumbo freaking jet, my friends. Now, that's intellectual honesty. Yes. Why doesn't Bannon say that to the people he's trying to collect money from? Because they have a belief that the, for lack of a better word, white American, the Anglo-European white American, English-speaking white American, will be going the way of the dodo. And in order to fix that, since we have low reproduction, you know, in this country, we have to allow certain people that look like us to come back in to repopulate that. Hey, by the way, we should also try to make uh, abortion illegal because the people that we're trying to save, the race we're trying to save, has the highest abortion rates. You know, mm -hmm. so that's why we're that's why they 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 villain, vilify. And yes, the media is complacent with that because the media should be fact checking it in the way you just did, but they don't. And Maybe it is because they are in on it, or maybe they're just lazy and complacent, and that's not what's getting the money. But that's what I mean. That's what. But, but did you just did you just say Latinos have you did you just say Latinos have more abortions than all other no, Americans? White, no, that's no, no, true. white, no, is white it? Americans, white Americans have more abortions. They get more abortions than any other group. From a, I don't know from a statistic, but obviously from a number, the pop, you know, it's a majority stuff. Let's let's Google yeah. that. that. That's a great because question. that's that's one of the big Who things. Who has the, more? With the, the, with the white race theory about the voter blocks, you know, if they're not white, they're not going to vote for us. We got to make sure they're trying to get the Democrats are trying to bring illegal immigrants here so they can change the voting blocks. And, you know. Uh, 39 percent of the people who get abortions in the United States are white. Twenty eight percent are black. Twenty five percent are Hispanic. Right. So but once again, again, Hispanics come in third. But like I said, but from You're a right. number standpoint, yeah, this is coming from. Say again, from a number stand, from an actual number standpoint, not a percentage standpoint, if you can stop most, you know, Anglo white people, European white people in America from getting abortions, the population may not theoretically be in trouble anymore. If it's even that, hmm. you know, but that's what they consider it. It's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of messed up when you think about it like that. Well, no, I just I just wanted to make yeah. sure because when whenever somebody on the show throws out a number, the first thing I want to do is make sure we fact check it because that's that's what we yeah. do here. I mean, we talk about, you know, Latino truths. Let's fact check stuff. Absolutely. Let's not just stand in front of a church and say, you know, the Latinos are all coming over the border and they're all rapists and criminals. I mean, what what is by the way, how is she going to be elected in a state? What is the percentage of Latinos in Arizona? I mean, that's they got to be a high percentage. Are they not going to go out and vote against somebody who says that about them? Wouldn't that be a it would freak me out if a woman can stand in a place like I can. I can. I guess you could do that in North I mean, Dakota yeah. or, you know, but but in Arizona, let me let, let's 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 find out how many Latinos in Arizona. Mm -hmm. Right. 29%. Uh, 29%. So, yeah. Well, actually, yeah, 30, 30%. 30% of the population of Arizona is Latino. So, right there, you have 30% who you can basically take off. That means you have 70% left. Now, let's just do the math here. Hardcore, as you said, MAGA is probably 35 to 40% of that remaining 70%. Percent, yeah, that's fair. That seems seven or sixty-five percent. Yeah, of that yeah. of the remaining sixty. So that means how many white Democrats and white Anglo-Saxon Democrats? How many Latinos? That's thirty. 
how many would you need? You would need 20 uh, percent of plus another 15 percent. Yeah, this this becomes a numbers and, game. And I think, right? and it's you know, and here's the thing: looking at least in Arizona, uh, uh, just from what I've looked at, the, the Democratic candidate, she doesn't seem like that strong of a candidate. Go figure. The Democrats are not going to put up a strong candidate once again. I mean, that's kind of like their mo lately. Um, I just recently saw that she said she's not going to debate her, which I can understand why she wouldn't want to debate her. But if you're projecting strength like Carrie Lake is, you're gonna you're gonna just use that as look look at me. She's afraid to debate me because she knows that I'm right. And that's what's going to end up happening. Uh, so I wouldn't be surprised if she ends up winning the governorship there. Like, you know, it just doesn't surprise me anymore. Well, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll just see how the numbers play out. As we just said, 30% of the population is Latino. You would think that 30% would vote against her. Yes. Um, then you have to figure of the remaining 70%, how many of those are Democrats and how many of those are Republicans. Uh, if it's split down the middle and then you add the Hispanics, who probably will vote against somebody who says that they're all rapists and criminals? I'd say it's she, she's 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 in a tough place. Um, I haven't seen the most recent I don't, polls. I don't know. Um, are you looking yeah, for them right now? Yeah, she's uh, she's just down by she's down by less than a point as of September 9th. Yep, I got it here. According to five thirty eight, this is uh, Nate's uh, poll. Yeah. Uh, not that he's been right lately, but he's been quite off. <laughs> anyway, his poll right now has Hobbs at forty at forty six percent, and uh, Lake at uh, forty four point nine, which 45. is essentially forty five. So it's forty six to forty five right now. That's it's it's as tight as a drum. That's what I'm saying. You would think with what we just explained that it would be, you know, come on, you just you just insulted the thirty percent of the population. What are you doing? Obviously. But she just did this, so why don't we look at the poll next week to see if it had an effect? Listen, I mean, I don't know. I mean, if I'll tell you what, it's either going to go up or down, right? I mean, if all of a sudden hey, that's, she that's great, her, that's great analysis then, right there. It's either going to go up or down. Hey, <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, no, but I'm saying, what, what would that say about Arizona if after she says that, all of a sudden in the poll she starts winning by three or four points? That it would say basically the same thing that America says to the rest of the world when they see that Donald Trump won. You know. <laughs> Yeah, even though he said yeah, the same thing. That's what I'm saying. It, 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 yeah, the rest right. of the world looked at us like we're a bunch about, of insensitive assholes after that. What about Bill Maher? Bill Maher, once again this weekend, said something really interesting. And look, I, I don't want to knock the guy because I know he does a show and he has to bring up controversial yes. points of view to then create a discussion and get people... But I don't know, man, the way he poses this question, I kind of get a sense that he agrees with it. Like this is his position. Like he's more in line with the governor of Texas, Abbott, than he is uh, guys like you and me. Uh, and certainly the Latino perspective, because look how he phrases the question on his show this week. Here it is. Well, Texas Governor Greg Abbott sent Bo. Yeah, I read about this. Sent buses of migrants to Chicago last week. I'll be there tomorrow night. Uh, prompting worries that a continued influx will strain Chicago's resources. Will this force sanctuary cities to rethink their policies? It is an interesting question for liberals to be, you know, like, hey, let's have open borders or close to it. And then when they come, but it's not in our st states, and the, <laughs> Texas governor kind of called their bluff. It was like, well, you like immigrants so much? Have some of ours. <laughs> it's See... I mean, I get what he's trying to do there, but it certainly sounds to me like what he's saying is, 
it's a fact that Latinos are a burden on America. And when they come here, they become a burden wherever they go. That's the fact that he's establishing the way he phrased that question. Latinos are a burden and good on Texas for saying, hey, we got to deal with this stupid burden of these people. So why don't we send them in other places so they can deal with the burden of these people? But that's making an assumption that they're a burden. When in actuality, as one of his guests points out, and we have that too, uh, this is Matt Welch. He's a libertarian. Libertarians tend to be real smart on this issue, by the way. Listen to what he tells. Uh, he kind of puts Bill Maher in his place. Take a listen. We have choked off immigration, legal immigration in this country over the last five years. Both presidents. Uh, Donald Trump started it, started very, very hard, especially at the end of his term. Joe Biden has continued uh, quite a lot of it. We don't have enough legal visas. The hardest working sons of bitches in this country all the time are immigrants. And right. they also create jobs. Yeah. If you look... If you look at yes. the Bureau of Labor Statistics, of what is what is the cohort uh, hived off that works the most? Hispanics, right? We need more Hispanics in this country. It's it's those people are not going to. If no. you go down to the Home Depot, you're not going to see Chad and Tyler no. out in front of there. That's not <laughs> it, right? We no. need we need people who are going to do that and other things. <laughs> that's, that's, actually, that's actually a great word script. I got a picture of Chad and Tyler sitting yeah. outside of Home Depot. Take me home, I'll cut your grass. Yeah. So come uh, do all your, dry, you know, your drywall. Um, <laughs> but he's so right. The, if the assumption is they're a burden, no, they're not. Correct. That's it. No, they're not. They buy more cars. They have more mortgages. They start more small businesses. They hire more people. They're the, I mean, we do this on this podcast every day, and it seems like we constantly have to remind people like Bill Maher because Bill Maher is a liberal. There's no question about it. Lately, he tries to disguise himself as a uh, as a conservative because he thinks that's well, kind of like the cool, hip place to be to these say, days. But he's a liberal. Yes. He's a liberal, Scott. No, I he agree. Is a he's one of these, he's one of these liberal. guys. No, he's one of these liberals that say, well, I didn't leave the party. The party left me. The party got too far left for me. It's like, come on, man. Like, you're practically a socialist, for God's sakes. I mean, I know you have some libertarian tendencies in there, but really, I think – I agree with what you said, but I think a lot of it is more his condescending tone and kind of, you know, trying to be funny because he's a comedian and it makes it sound more what you're pointing out than maybe what he actually believes. But, you know, it's interesting because sanctuary cities, I mean, it, it was essentially created under religion, you know, sanctuary. That's the, where the idea of sanctuary came from. Yeah. It was promoted in political world in America by Republicans. Reagan, Bush. Right. I mean, that, that George W. Bush, man. Well, well, I'll give you a little bit of the history about what sanctuary cities or sanctuary movements yeah. actually are. The sanctuary movement is a way of helping law enforcement be able to do their jobs. So what it says is if you're a good and decent person, whether you're Vietnamese or Hispanic or whatever the hell you are, we want to let you know that we are not going to punish you based on anything that you have uh, that, uh, for example, your, your, your immigration status. If you come to us and you say, I saw something horrible happening next door, 
my neighbor was beating his five-year-old child, and I need to report him because I think if this continues, that child's going to turn up dead. And and you, as a Latino or as a Vietnamese or as a, someone from Poland or wherever the Poland hell you're from, undocumented. you're worried about your immigration status, but you need to be able, so they created this thing called sanctuaries where you feel like you have the right to be able to go to the police and report a crime, and they're going to be able to investigate it. And that way, crimes can be investigated because if you tell people from, again, Poland, Vietnam, Mexico, wherever the hell they come from, the moment you come to a police officer, the first thing they're going to do is ask for your papers and do a full investigation on you. They're not going to report crimes. And then you're going to have essentially some horrible things happening in those communities. The whole idea for sanctuary cities was to help police to give tools to police so that they can better police their communities. That's what sanctuary cities are for. So anybody who says they're against sanctuary cities is against the police. Uh, it's as simple as that. And it's it's within the circles, sanctuary cities has become a buzzword. It's become, it's become a trigger word. People hear sanctuary cities and it means that, you know, lawlessness and, and undocumented immigrants can just come in and not pay their taxes and steal from us. And we have no repercussions because they're being protected through the government. As, and as you just explained, that's furthest from the truth. And again, it's this, it's this indoctrination of this, of, of the Republican Party. I mean, I'll generalize it again. I know we said we don't want to generalize here, but I mean, again, you just explained sanctuary. You're going back to the Republican Party, but we're talking about Bill Maher, Scotty. We're talking about Bill Maher. Bill He's Maher using the trigger is the guy who said this. But wait, hold on. Let me finish. Bill Maher said that, and the tone he took to say it tells me he believes Latinos are a burden on America. He believes that Latinos are a burden on America, and he does not... Oh sure, he'll tap no. the top of our heads and say, "Good Latino, good." I, I'll, you know, I'll have a couple of them on my show and I'll defend them if people do wrong. But he doesn't understand the strength or the economic I, vitality of the Latino community. He doesn't know the numbers that I just told. He doesn't know that. I agree with you, Scotty. but he's not—he's so not he, using liberal talking points there. He's not using democratic talking points there. He's using the Republican. That's—that's that's what they say, man. So what he literally just said was, "Oh, well, the Democrats don't like it." The Democrats aren't saying it. It's the Republicans. So he's using a Republican. But he's backing it. Fine, but that, like I just. Yeah, but that's that's my point. What good are you to me as my defender, supposedly, if you're not going to defend me? I agree. Me? What, what no, good are you he's to me, Bill Maher? With that. What, I what, agree. What good is he? What good is Rachel Maddow? What no, good is Don Lemon? What good is Anderson Cooper? What good are any of those freaking networks that are supposed to have a more broad perspective? Huh? No, none of them. I agree with you on that. They should be defending these things. But I'm telling you where this message has originated from. It wasn't something some liberals sitting around on saying, man, these sanctuary cities, man, they're a really bad idea. No, it was identity politics again. Stoking people's fears, telling that your cultural your culture is going to change, and you know these sanctuary cities are protecting them and allowing them to roam free. That wasn't coming from a democratic think tank. That wasn't coming from a, a left leaning you know a super PAC. I mean that's got right wing written all over it. That's got conservative thought and and you know extreme thought written all over it. He is regurgitating well, listen, these things to be contrarian the, and to try to count you know to try to get these people that are kind of on the line. I'm not really conservative. I'm not really liberal. That's what he's doing. And it's wrong. And he's an a-hole for it. And he shouldn't be doing it. And it's good that people like Welch are out there that defended Latinos. Nobody's going to do this. The, the only people who are going to find that soundbite 
that we just found of Bill Maher and play it and have this conversation is you and me. Sure. Nobody else is going to call him out for this. No, no, no. nobody else is going to call Just like nobody else is calling out uh, Carrie Lake, you know? Nobody else is uh, calling out Steve Bannon for what he actually said. I mean, I watched the coverage. They all were chuckling because he had on handcuffs. They all talked about the fact that he looks like a homeless man. They all showed the lady talking over him. But nobody took his words and said, why is he saying that? Why is it that on the day that he's indicted, he holds a gives a speech in New York City about Mexicans? Because that's what it was. It was yeah. a speech about Mexicans. And again, I'm just, you know, as, as, as we close out this podcast, I'm left to wonder how it is and what it would say about our country if somebody can say something like this that Carrie Lake said. I don't know if you guys can recue that, but I, I just want you to hear once again what Carrie Lake says and then ask yourself, how is it possible that they can expect Latinos in the United States? And I say this with all sincerity. There is a move afoot right now in the Republican Party. They're spending millions of dollars to attract Latino voters. They want Latino voters to see the good things about the Republican Party. And there are some really good things about the Republican Party. And there are things that actually Latinos are going to relate to. Family, religion, you know, market, uh, work ethic. These are all things that the Republican Party has always had held steadfast on and they matched the Latino perspective. So they, if they stuck to those things, they could do very well. I mean, they could do very, very well. But instead, it seems to me, I'm not a Republican strategist here, but I would scream at people doing this and say, you're shooting yourself in the foot. You're shooting the party right in the foot with a shotgun, no less. Your foot is gone from your ankle down. After somebody stands up and tells Latinos this. The media might have a field day with this one, but I'm going to just repeat something President Trump said a long time ago, and it got him in a lot of trouble. They are bringing drugs. They are bringing crime, and they are rapists, and that's who's coming across our border. That's a fact. I, I would just think that the... Whoever the hell the Republican Party chair is these days, I don't even know who is the Republican Party chair these days, has got to be listening to that and going, no, no, we just spent $5 billion. Or I'm exaggerating, but it's not far from it. We just spent $100 million on a Latino voter encouragement drive. And then this woman says that, and that's got to set it back, no? Got to set it back. How could it not? Especially if you're Latino, especially in a state like Arizona, especially in a state like Arizona, right? Especially where you said 30% of the population, right? right. But so, and that's where we are. And, and that's why we have these conversations. It's not it for, is, for me to decide. It is weird it's for the people of Arizona. No, to it is weird though. You're right. You point something out where it's like, you know, they're talking out of both sides almost like, you know, one side it's, we want Latino voters. We're spending money for Latino voters. But if they're not going to vote Republican, then they shouldn't be able to vote, maybe. Right? <laughs> That's the point. My, my point is when you listen to a soundbite like this as a Latino, yeah. I've been a lot, you know. I'm, You've been I, one your whole life, I, huh? I can't take my Latino. Right. I can't take my Latino-ness away. When I hear somebody speak as a Latino, I hear certain buzzwords yeah. and I go, my God, what did you just say about me? What did you just say about my mom? What did you just say about my dad? 
I'm not sure I can reckon that, right? I'm not sure I can reconcile my support for you, even if I agree with some things you say, when you kick me in the teeth. And, and that that is being kicked in the teeth, being told something like that. So, I mean, that's where we are. And that's why we do this uh, podcast, because we want to point these things out that you're not going to see anywhere else. You know, we call this Latino truths. It is. These are Latino truths. We're not trying to be mean. We're not trying to say, look, I'm not here to tell you to vote Republican. I'm not here to tell you to vote Democrat. I'm not here to pick a, an ideology. Uh, I'm just here to tell you these things are happening. These people said these things. What do you think? And then I and then what we do is we give you the facts. You know, we give you the information that you need to know so that you can better understand the situation as a Latino, because you're not going to get this on the places like MSNBC, which claim to have your back. No, they don't. No, they don't. Right. There's 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 there's, there's hardly a difference between them and the ones who criticize you directly, because. Some would even argue, I'd rather have a guy who tells me what, what he thinks of me to my face than the one who tells me something in front of my face, but then turns around and doesn't defend me when he's talking about me. And that's often what we see with the, the media these days. He's Scotty Mednick. I'm Rick Sanchez. This is Rick Sanchez News. We're a part of, I like this tempo we're getting. We're, we're a part of Agua Media. <laughs> It's like I'm, I'm directing a band yeah. here. I'm a cholo, you know? Yeah. All I, all, all I need is some campesino music. Um, and um, look, we do this podcast two, three times a week now. Unbelievable how we've been growing lately. We're growing almost at 200%, the number of people who are downloading and listening to our podcast, because it's a conversation that I invite you to join. I invite you to reach out to me. Please leave a comment. Tell me what you think, good, bad, or indifferent. I can learn from you, and I'd also like the praise. Who doesn't? But you know what? <laughs> if you think we're doing something wrong, or if you've if you've got a correction, not for me, yeah, but for yeah, Scotty in particular. Of course. <laughs> You're never wrong, right, boss? It's always right. <laughs> Just ask my yeah. wife, right? Or my kids. Yeah, right, oh. sure. Um, no, but seriously, we're on Spotify, we're on Apple, we're wherever you get your podcasts. And if you happen to be watching us, of course, on uh, YouTube, do that little subscribe thing down there. And uh, thanks for being with me, Scotty, Absolutely, as man. usual. Absolutely. Thanks for disagreeing. <laughs> always. Thank thanks for disagreeing with me. <laughs> That's what I do, buddy. <laughs> That's what makes it good. Right. So um, we always like to close by saying, dale, and andale, and vamos con todo. Agua. 